Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day, welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast, Darren Mitchell on this Tuesday, the 19th of September, 2023. Trust you had a phenomenal start to the working week and uh, come off a massive weekend. Uh, we've just come off the semi-finals here in Melbourne for the AFL and uh, <laughs> not happy. My team, the Melbourne Demons, have lost two finals games two years in a row to be what's called straight sets exit which is the first time since 2000 that a team who has won the Premiership the following two years, having finished top four, uh, loses both games, both years. So uh, not a great record that we want to be uh, known for, but uh, I look at the glass half full and say, you know what, we've been top four for the last three seasons, so we must be doing something right, but uh, very, very frustrating at the uh, MCG on Friday night to watch Carlton overrun Melbourne in the last minute to win by... Two points. It was uh, was a f- cracking game, a phenomenal game, but unfortunately uh, there has to be a loser, and that night it was Melbourne. But I must say, having been at the ground, there have been many grand finals where there's probably 95,000, 96,000. There were 96,000 people at the MCG on Friday night, and I have never, ever heard a roar as big as I did. It, it Literally, the grandstands were shaking towards the end of the game at the, at the final siren. My girls and I looked at each other and thought, you know what, whilst Melbourne have lost... And that's devastating, but we couldn't help but smile because of the sheer volume of excitement that was around. And uh, amazing, it's amazing that uh, how a sport can bring people together and uh, in a fantastic time of year. So, uh, hey, as we get into this particular episode, wanted to talk about projection and what are you projecting. But before we get into that, a quick reminder that if you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, please do yourself a favor and subscribe. Press the follow button on. Apple, any other platform, I think it is press subscribe or may even be follow, um, and uh, that'll let me let you know when new episodes are up and ready to be digested, ready to be listened to, and most importantly, ready to be implemented. And of course, if you can rate the show as well, that makes it a lot easier for others to more readily find the show, uh, particularly if you're looking for sales leadership and sales advice, guidance, counsel, tips, and techniques. And of course, while we're at it, if you have people within your circle of influence who you believe could benefit from listening to some of this information, then please do them a favor and pass that on. Share that, uh, share the episode, share the podcast with them and encourage them to also plug in because these podcasts, even though I put a date on every time I do one, uh, unless there is an interview, of which there's another one coming up today, uh, it's evergreen. So it never, never uh, runs out and I've got podcasts going back to April 2020. So a uh, bit of a back catalogue, today is episode 609, so if you've been an avid listener, I do appreciate you continuing to come back, and I do not take that for granted. So we're continuing to look at ways to bring new content, bring new perspectives, and keep everything relevant, and hoping you can help your team become exceptional, what they do in the process, help you become an exceptional sales leader. So in that uh, in that vein, let's get into today's topic. And it's all about projecting. So if we think about sales, and particularly in the business of sales, and 2023 is a classic example of this, it is so busy. And I was saying this to, the, to a team yesterday that how quickly time is flying. I cannot believe that it's 19 September 2023. It feels like just yesterday that it was the 19th of September 2020. 
but uh, three years have gone by in literally the blink of an eye. But in the busyness of sales today, it's very, very easy to get caught up in the moment and react to the situation that we find ourselves in and that we find our team in. And how often, though, as sales leaders, do we take a step back and actually ask ourselves the question, am I in, in this particular moment, in today, in this particular conversation, in this meeting, am I helping or am I hindering? Now, if you're like me, when I was leading sales teams, it's probably the last thing that was going to be on your mind because it's almost just a relentless focus on get the number, get the number, get the number, make the progress, get the uh, meeting converted into a sale, and let's move on to the next one. So very rarely, if ever, did I sit back and think about, actually, am I helping this particular situation or am I hindering the situation? And sometimes the hindering part was not something that was intentional, but often we would either have something that might have happened the day before, or we might have just come from another meeting. We might have taken a phone call from a senior executive who was uh, not happy about something. And we can very easily take that sort of mindset and that emotion into a customer interaction, which can have a detrimental effect on that particular situation. Not that, that at the time, you're really consciously aware of that. So it's a really interesting time to sit back and think and just ask ourselves that question. Am I helping or am I hindering? Because over the years, I've worked with a lot of sales leaders and a lot of teams. And the more I've realized that as sales leaders in particular, we've got to be 100% conscious of each and every moment. And if we can build a lot better awareness around what we're, what we're representing, what we, um, who we're being in that particular moment, and just build better awareness in general around what we are projecting, it's amazing what sort of impact that can have on our environment. Now, you might be sitting there thinking, okay, that all sounds well and good, but what are you talking about in terms of projecting? Well, projecting is, uh, well, in coaching, the best way to explain this, in coaching, we talk a lot about the concept of projection is perception. So in other words, uh, if we have a certain belief about a situation or a certain belief about somebody, which often can be considered some form of bias, we are often unconsciously projecting that onto the environment that we find ourselves in and therefore the people in that particular environment. So as an example, if there was a poor performing salesperson within the team, and as a sales leader, we don't believe that they're capable of turning that performance around, then often we will project an attitude of that that they're not up to it, they're not capable of actually lifting their performance. And amazingly, what happens is the sales executive tends to end up performing exactly like that. So I talk a lot about the fact that our sales team is and always will be a reflection of us, which means that we've got to be really, really conscious of how we bring ourselves into every single situation. Any stuff that's been happening outside of work, whilst it's easy to say, just leave it at home, essentially, it's not a case of completely leaving it at home because it's ridiculous because I know some stuff will have an impact on your ability to be mentally present. Um, but we've got to be more conscious of this to say, okay, if I'm having a difficult conversation with somebody outside of work, I've got to be really aware of how that th- thought process and how I feel about that can end up having an impact on the next conversation or the environment that I go into. And that's what we call about, talk about in terms of projection. So if you have certain beliefs, and just think about your own team, just sit back and think about it and do a bit of a, an analysis on each of the team members and just ask yourself the question, How do you think about each of those particular people? What do you think their capabilities are? Where do you think their gaps potentially are? Do you think they're up to it? Or do you think they're not necessarily um, going to be a a player that will ultimately lead you to the ultimate success, whatever that ultimate success happens to be for you? Now, whatever the answer to that question is, 
That is essentially a form of bias and almost unconsciously we will begin to project that bias onto those people and amazingly the environment now starts to mold around that thought process and that projection that we're putting out there. Now this works in the negative side but it also if it works in the negative side based on the law of polarity it must also work on the positive side as well. So on the flip side if you believe that another sales executive in your team has exceptional potential, what we're going to do is we're going to project that belief onto them and equally they will begin to fulfill that potential. And so what does this actually mean from a sales leadership perspective? Well, we are 100% responsible for the environment that we create within the sales team and based on this, we must be also 100% certain of what we are projecting onto that environment because the team will react and will respond to what we project period. And it just adds that future depth and further depth to the fact that a team is and always will be a reflection of us. So as we begin the week, and I know we're two days in, but as we begin the week, and it's a bit of a shorter podcast today, I know that, but just a quick short um, uh, message. uh, Think back and see how, how you've been projecting onto your team in the last 30 days, the last 60 days, and the last 90 days. Do a bit of a reconnaissance right now and do a bit of a stock take and think, okay, how am I seeing my team right now? If I look at the team as a collective, but also if I look at the team as individuals, what do I believe to be true about each of them? Now, whatever that belief happens to be, and these beliefs are not necessarily based on fact, but those beliefs are still strong. um, What am I therefore projecting to those people and in that environment based on that belief? And if you have a hint of, you know what, it's probably not to the level it needs to be, then guess what? We are responsible and we have control to be able to change that belief and therefore we can change what we are actually projecting into that environment. So this week, as we embark on a brand new sales week and take advantage of the opportunities that are in front of us, it's also an opportunity to further advance our leadership and to drive higher levels of team performance. How about stopping and thinking about, okay, what am I projecting? It may just provide you with a key to unlock the further potential of your team as well as yourself, not to mention also having an impact on others within your environment who may not necessarily be part of your direct team. So this goes for not just your direct team, but also goes for your customer base, also goes for your key stakeholder groups. It also goes for your senior executives. So just be aware of what others might be projecting, but also more than, more importantly than that, become more aware of what you are projecting as well. Because as we do that, if we take more control over the thought patterns we have, the feelings we have, and therefore the intentions that we extract and therefore implement, you'll be pretty amazed at what can actually end up happening. It almost feels like everything was meant to happen because it's almost like you've actually done this before you've actually put it out there. And that is what projecting is all about. So um, always look at the glass half full. By all means, have a look at what your team are doing and by all means, therefore, think about what are the gaps and where are the gaps and how do we look at those um, strategies and tactics to plug those gaps. But fundamentally, do you have an underlying fundamental belief in the people within your team and what their capabilities are? Because if you do, either on the positive side or on the not so positive side, that will lead to you projecting something into that environment. And what will happen is that will start to come to tangible fruition. So I hope that message makes sense. I hope it catches you just at the right time. If you'd like some help with any of this, and certainly if you'd like some help with your sales team, helping them extract their maximum potential in the process, helping you become an exceptional sales leader. Love to have a conversation with you about how I might be able to help you do just that. Simply go to leadwithdarren.com, pick a time that suits, we'll jump on the fabulous Zoom, have a conversation about where you're at, what you're looking to achieve. 
We may even do a bit of a reconnaissance on uh, your team right now and what you believe to be true around them. What are they What are they uh, achieving? What are they not achieving? And therefore, what are you projecting? So I look forward to that conversation. And as always, look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.